everybody. Welcome to episode 92. Quarantine edition. <laughs> of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your quarantine hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. Quarantine. Quarantine. I like to see all the, uh, the, the clever uses of the word quarantine, like drinking a quarantini and yeah. quitting quarantino and... Yeah. They're pretty, pretty fun. Hey, you got to find some levity in this, these situations. You know what I that mean? That you do, I suppose. <clears throat> How are you today? How you do today? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know how you're doing. Okay. I mean, we are, we are uh, doing our part to quarantine, uh, mostly because your job allowed you to, because if it hadn't. Yeah. <clears throat> this is the issue. issue. Right, let's, let's get into it a little bit. Okay. Well, I'm currently working from home. You are, um, but which has been a challenge in, with what I do and mm-hmm. and with you know the the complexity in which it consists of to yeah. be able to work from home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> we can argue that we might have been we might have been able to be ahead of the curve um, had we sort of taken this seriously a little bit sooner. Um, us as a country, not yeah. us personally. I mean, I I did not believe it, but. Um, we're also, it, honestly, it was people's response to it mm-hmm. that I think I understand the, 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 uh, issue, the issue of its, uh, validity early on, because we've seen how people respond to snow in the forecast here, especially oh God, yeah. here, like the city, that's not so much of a thing because you're not snowbound right. in the city. Like we never did that growing up when they're like, it's going to snow. We're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> just you know, even if it snowed a lot, it was like you walked everywhere, so mm-hmm. you're still going to function. And, you know, here, it, when you move up to the sticks, so to speak, mm-hmm. it becomes like this life or death situation. And then when you go to other states like Massachusetts that gets like 20 feet of snow in one shot, they're like, what is your problem? You yeah. got like two feet of snow. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> and people are just, they act like maniacs here. Yeah. So it, it felt very much like a snow situation at first. I was like, oh my God, they're buying up the toilet paper. They're being insane, which again, I don't understand. I still don't understand now that we're in the thick of it still makes no sense. Yeah. Stop doing that. People yeah. are still doing it. As soon as they get the pallet down, it's like the walking dead. Mm-hmm. They, they, they just fall upon the, 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 the crate and uh, they're ready to kill each other. It yeah. just, I, I just can't with people anymore. <clears throat> um, so we are now quarantined. We'll be here another week. We did most of this week. We both went to work on Monday, but then by Tuesday, we were like, all righty. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as, uh, as people started coming in to uh, our jobs uh, and we thought uh, someone walked into my job that we thought was just being prepared or cautious. And then afterwards was like, yeah, no, my son has it. <laughs> we're like, wow, thanks so much yeah. for saying that now. That's awesome. Um, we've already been in the room with you. So, yeah. um, that, you know, then sets off who's exposed to, to who and what. And, um, <clears throat> unbelievable. These people, our, our response as a, as a country is just laughable at best. Yeah. <laughs> so what can we do at this point? Nothing. Uh, having said that I'm still seeing like posts for shoots, like yeah. local shoots. And I'm like, okay guys, <laughs> yeah. like whether you believe it or not, it's essential. Whether you believe it made. to be as serious uh, as it is or not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's still a very contagious <laughs> thing. And uh, can we just try to think about other people? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We obviously can't. No. 
So um, maybe stop that. Yeah. Really, like your stop music video now. is not, your local music video was not about to win any major awards if it did not, it had had it been filmed this week or next week. Like yeah. it, it can wait. <laughs> Let's just chill out. And yeah. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this unfolds. Yeah. To say the least. Oh boy. What a disaster. So one of the things about working from home, I'll just say, mm-hmm. is that now you have the ability to work from home. I feel like companies are going to, and it's fine, I guess, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. But, you know, here it is Sunday and I worked yesterday and I'm going to work today. Yeah, you're just going to pretty much be working. Yeah, every constantly. day is going to be like working stuff, which is, yeah. you know, hey, so one like would, I said, I'm working so I can't complain. One but, would think that that this would mean that, oh, hey. So you guys can just like watch movies nonstop and you've never been more unavailable (laughs) to actually catch up on things. So we decided um, to to review uh, Parasite, Mm -hmm. which we were very late to the game on. Mm -hmm. And um, it came out around, I believe, around the time that like we had the film and stuff. So, again, like anything that came around that time was just like not good for us to watch. Yep. And then we're like, we're just going to wait until it comes out and, and it so, did yeah so i've been avoiding it just because i didn't want to get too many spoilers and stuff because people just love to do that mm-hmm. <clears throat> um so we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about the 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 releases of of these films that were in the theater that um this is interesting because we've had this conversation before we had it with perry recently about mm-hmm. whether movie theaters would be obsolete soon yeah and we uh and that may be a possibility much sooner than we i mean we assume like if this happens that it would just be a gradual thing that maybe like over the next decade we wouldn't really see many movie theaters but with the recent events Mm -hmm. and now a likely recession that's going to take place yeah will the movie theaters survive yeah and here's the problem with that there's no way possible that a film can make the amount of money it makes Mm -mm. with the vod because even um even if you take the, uh, I, I know my phone went off. It's fine. <laughs> Even if you take the, uh, yeah, take the most, the highest grossing pay-per-view event, which was that Pacquiao fight, I think, it made like four hundred million dollars, and they charged mm-hmm. like almost a hundred dollars uh, yeah. for it. So there's no way, you know, that if if that were to happen, the the, the days of billion-dollar movies are gone. You know, there's no way you're gonna make a billion dollars. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I feel so sorry for you. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, look, I, I like I like a lot of those big movies. Mm. Do they need to cost that much? Probably not. No, <laughs> they don't. Yeah. But um, I I have to. I my 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 whiskers are pricked, if you will, Ding! Mm-hmm. at whether people can learn how to be more effective, efficient with, yeah. with filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, you know, can you effectively make this film? For two million dollars instead of twelve, yeah. Instead of twenty-two, instead of fifty. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can you make it for fifty million instead of two hundred million? Yeah. Can you, you do know, this? That sort of thing. Because let's let's face it. No matter what happens, the the the, the giant rich Hollywood types are going to be the last to fall. Like they're going to manage somehow. Because mm-hmm. especially during recessions, people still want to be entertained. It's the time they need it the sure. most. But it's how how accessible that's going to be to people in terms of their finances. If you're unemployed, can you afford to have Hulu and Netflix and all this other stuff? Right. You know, because that's, that's not a necessity. And that's the thing that everyone's, well, once this is over, then things will resume. It's like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. But, the, you know, there's going to be a lot of people out of work. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that people are, businesses are going to go down and stuff, you know, despite, you know, look, even if the government, best case scenario, the government like helps out. Oh, you mean that thousand dollar check that's supposed yeah. to cover like weeks, <laughs> weeks but and weeks of being Even if the government does like help out small businesses and people that are out of work, I mean, it's not. Nothing's free. It's right. It, it's at the cost of Actually, something. The loans are low interest. They're not free. Yeah. Um. The, the. I had seen somebody post the link to the like New York Gov site, and I went on and I looked at it. It's it's a low interest loan. They're yeah. not giving you yeah, what a do you, loan. What do you think you are the airline industry yeah. is going to give you a money. A loan does not equate to being free, right? Otherwise, it wouldn't be a loan. It would just be like here, sign here for your free money. Yeah. But the fact that it's a loan tells you that they are loaning you the money. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to pay that back. Right. So you would have to have an exceptional increase in business at some point to actually be able to cover. This is like credit card companies all over again. It's going to sound really nice because you're like, oh no, I have to pay my employees or my business is going to fold. But then you're in debt. Yep. Which is where the banks want you. Exactly. So somebody's going to win and it's not going to be us. But they'll, you know, not to get too political, but they'll bail out the the banks and the the airline industries and those aren't loans. Wall Street for 30 seconds and, and, uh, you know. Anyway. Anyway, we digress. Um, So Parasite. (laughs) Well, no. Speaking of Parasite. The the issue was the, 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 the film industry and how this is going to work. First of all, they're not releasing everything. A lot of places just um, postponed a lot of places. A lot of um, studios just postponed the release. Right. Um, because they know they are not going to make, they'd, they'd rather lose whatever amount they're going to lose by having to postpone the release than to have to put this on VOD mm-hmm. and lose an exceptional amount of money. They're yep. going to lose a lot. Yep. <clears throat> the movies that they put up, um, The Hunt, I'm interested in only because Betty Gilpin's in it. Mm-hmm. I really, I would have never watched that film otherwise. I love her, and so I'm going to watch that. Am I going to pay $20 for it right now? No, because no. I wouldn't have run to the theater to see it. I would have waited till it became available on demand or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, the Invisible Man or what it yep, is. Invisible that Man. You wanted, you were interested. I'm, I'm yeah, like, I mean, I'll I'm not watch gonna, it, but I'm I'll not paying $20 for it. I'll wait for it to like hit Netflix that. or yeah. be like $4 a rental, but not for 20 even that, you know, the here, ugh, I feel like Netflix is getting, <clears throat> they're getting real tricky with that shit because it used to be like a film came out, whatever, X amount of months later, boom, it was on Netflix for mm-hmm. the most part, not mm-hmm. all of them, but it was on Netflix. And now it's like taking longer and longer yeah. to get those films that you want to see. And this is now counterproductive in terms of cutting the cord, because if I have to pay $5 or $6, every time I want to watch a movie, I'm Mm -hmm. now paying probably as much as I would have if I'd stayed with the damn cable, which I think is the point. Obviously, they're all working together (laughs) because no one wants to lose their money. I don't know. I feel like I would rather pay like $10 a month more for Netflix and have that access to more movies that are that have come out than to like have to rent each one of these films. Like Parasite, how long was I don't know when it's going to be available. So we just rented it. Mm hmm. It was six dollars. It was like six bucks. But there's a lot of other movies that I'm interested in. I'm not paying. I'm gonna wait. Yeah. I'm just gonna wait. Yep. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this. I mean, the twenty bucks first of all does nothing for the movie theaters because they don't make their money really off tickets anyhow. No, so they're right. getting they're majorly screwed right now um, because and, and, not, and believe it or not, not many people understand how theaters work. 
Yeah, they you know, make they zero think money. like, yeah. oh, well, the movie theaters, well, you know, uh, that they're somehow connected to mm-hmm. something being on demand, and it's not. They that's completely, it's a separate entity. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they pay a rental fee, a very high rental fee, to play that movie. You have to initially, you have to. Well, no, they yeah, they uh, if every ticket sale you get, you give like ninety percent. Right, to so the, it, right. you're you're yeah. renting a film basically, right. and you have to, and you can't just t- get whatever film you want. Theaters have to. There's a process to what films you're able mm-hmm. to get and deals and this and that, and so in order to get the right to that film, <clears throat> they have to pay pretty much almost the entire amount of that ticket sale. They make very, very little off of it. And the reason why a lot of movie theaters, uh, the bigger movie theaters play blockbuster films and big films is because that's going to bring more people into the theater, which is going to have more popcorn Mm. and concession Concession sales sales and all of that stuff. Smaller theaters that don't bring in as much of a crowd aren't going to make them as much money. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you ever thought about how much popcorn cost corn kernels your big tub of popcorn costs like four cents yeah <laughs> and they charge you like twelve dollars for it because they're not really getting anything off ticket sales right um they have to keep employees there you have to keep you know people at concession and cleaning and all this other stuff so you know lights air conditioning you know, mm-hmm. um heating for uh, for rooms that big and so many of them you know yeah. there are costs that obviously i mean is are, are you getting price gouged absolutely but i mean there is a cost of running a movie theater yeah. as well so i've read a, a, a couple <clears throat> articles or i've seen a couple articles i should say i didn't actually read them cuz who reads who reads who's got that time um, that AMC may not even survive this. Yeah. I think they'll be fine personally. Um, I think there's be less just of too them, much too much money to, to be made there, especially when we come back from the um, recession slash you know social distancing slash you know. I think the whatever. popular locations will survive. Yeah. Yeah. The smaller locations are going to probably be out because right because if you, you look at it my because if you look at it from a studio's <laughs> perspective, a studio needs the theaters. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like we had just talked about, they're not going to be making that kind of money. So it's it behooves the <laughs> the, the the studios to um, go ahead and 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 make sure that the theaters are successful. Now that said, there was just this law that was unpassed or whatever you would call it, taken off the books or whatever, about how um, the a studio couldn't own a theater because mm-hmm. back in the day they used to. You'd have like a Paramount Theater or like a Universal Theater, um, and so then that law was, you know, unbeknownst to the lawmakers, this that this would happen. So it might be interesting to see if like when this happens, if Disney's going to start opening their own theaters. You know, I if mean, AMC's yeah. struggling, then Disney could be like, all right, well, we'll just buy you out, maybe, and then you know, but Disney are they only playing Disney stuff. Then? No, they'll play. Yeah, well, they'll they'll have they, they'll. Like Paramount's going to no, have to th- open their own theater and Sony's going to have to open their own theater. Oh, yeah, and- that, well, no, I think if, if someone like Disney were to buy a theater, they would play other movies. But now they're making money off every movie and theirs and their own. Well, what about the rumor that Apple was going to buy out Disney? Um, I think the rumor was based on the fact that they could. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they would want I mean, to. Disney, Disney worlds, worlds, mm-hmm. worlds and lands mm-hmm. have been closed this whole time. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's ever happened before. No. They closed before, but not for the, not for this, uh, not for this uh, long. long of a mm-hmm. of, of a of a time. I mean, that this is like millions of dollars, like every day. Like, whoosh. yeah. Um, again, I'm not crying for them, but I'm just saying, like, this is this is going to be interesting to see how um, 
you know, we, again, I talk shit about Disney. I'll be the first one to say I talk shit about Disney because they think that they're crazy. You'll be the first one in line. I'll be the the first one in line. I love Disney World. Just because I, I can... I can call them out on their bullshit doesn't mean that I don't enjoy Disney right. World. They're good at what they do. Mm-hmm. No arguing that. Mm-hmm. Entertainment, 100%. Yeah. Bullshit level, 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> and the tickets already are obscene. Yeah. I don't, I cannot even imagine. It's going to be like $2,000 to go for four days or whatever. Oh, if I mean, Apple buys them, you mean? No, no. I just mean. Just in general. When, when, just in general to bounce yeah. back. I don't understand oh, yeah. how. I mean, at first, right, they're going to, they're going to keep shit low because they're going to get every, you got to get everybody in there. Back in, yeah. And then like a couple months later, you, there's just going to be like this surge in prices, I, mm. I, I think. And it's already, I think, <clears throat> you know, we, we've been planning to go for when Tron comes out. Mm-hmm. I wait a little bit because I don't want to deal with all the crazy people that are there when something first opens. But the the plan, I believe, was for 2022 because they it's 2021 that Tron opens the, the end of the year. Um, and the tickets now, when I had looked at the prices like a month ago or whatever, was already like 800 or 900 bucks actually mm-hmm. for two of us just two of us. Yeah. We don't have children. I don't know how people do this with like three or four kids and like, cause babies are free, but children are not, yeah, you still have to pay for their tickets. So, um, that's going to be interesting to see how that works. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I mean, ultimately the people that are really going to be affected by this and people I feel most badly for are small businesses. Yeah. Those independent sure. theaters, what the hell are they going to do? Yeah. You know, AMC and all that stuff. I feel I I feel bad for the for the employees. Yeah. Because the whoever manages an AMC is not rolling in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're or even the you know there's the but yeah, the all CEOs rolling. and yeah. all those people that give themselves three hundred thousand dollar bonuses before they they become bankrupt instead mm-hmm. of giving something some kind of severance pay. I don't feel sorry for those people. I feel sorry for the people that work there mm-hmm. for the actual employees because everyone's going to be displaced now. So yep. it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, trying to remain somewhat positive. Um, <clears throat> but I, I don't know. I think that this is, this is obviously a, uh, a decent test run for how they would work this out. Cause we talked yeah. about like, Hey, why don't you just make these movies available before all this happened? Why don't you just make these movies available so that people can watch them at home? Because mm-hmm. theater, you know, attendance was, was dipping diminishing. Already. Yeah. And yeah. now, I think this is a tough one, though, because it's what you released. Like, does. Uh, yeah, I think that, you know, the tentpole movies will always be in the theaters, but I think, you know, it, like the trend was already happening of having the smaller movies release, mm-hmm. you know, online or, or whatever. And I think this will probably exacerbate that. <laughs> exactly. Was that a big word for you? No. But I like, <laughs> I like keeping the low kind of yeah. bar. Keeping the low kind of bar here. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> Can't even make sentences. So don't. <laughs> Don't you dare talk to me about grammar, ma'am. <laughs> um, <clears throat> conjunction, junction, yeah. what's your function? So we'll, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Yes. So having said that, we watched uh, we watched Parasite. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was a toss up between this and Uncut Gems, which you are just like you are you have. It, it's like a, a WB like Bugs Bunny cartoon of me having to drag you through this like dense mud. I'll and watch, your heels are just gems. like, you know, like you just, I have to watch it. You just don't want to see this movie. But um, so we we decided to go with this one just because so many people have um, so many people have have seen it and it, it did so well and won so many awards. And uh, so so this was uh, obviously by director Bang Joon-ho. Mm-hmm. And I believe he was one of the writers as well. 
And um, this is so here's where I would want to like list the main characters, but I will probably destroy <laughs> most of these people's names. Um, and there, <clears throat> in fairness, there were a lot of leads you can say this was a film was where a, was a, like you had the main characters but then the other characters were kind yeah, of also an yeah, yeah. It, it's an ensemble mm -hmm. so um yeah so that I, I don't i think aside from the the dad kang ho song mm -hmm. okay. i think i've seen him before yeah. like i've seen his face before sure. but I, i'm not familiar with except the um the uh the the rich mom yeah yo yo young yo mm -hmm. I'm gonna, nailing it, nailing it. I think it's Yeo. Yeah. Uh, I've seen her face before. Again, yeah. like I've seen her face and I've seen his face, but I don't know what I've seen them in. So with this being a foreign film, most uh, obviously most Americans don't know any of these yeah. these actors, um, which with its success proves that you don't need to. Mm -hmm. So let's let's go down that uh, that rabbit hole, won't you, of the fact that you can still make a good movie, a popular movie, um, a movie that gets good reception mm -hmm. and not have a bunch of A-list actors in it. It's not crucial because what matters is the writing and the directing. Yep. You have good and cinematography and good writing. If you make a film properly, but if you have a strong story and you have strong actors, regardless of their uh, celebrity, you got a good film. Yep. <clears throat> so what was your, what was your take on it? Well, I thought it was great. You know, I really liked it a lot. Um, there are some motivational issues I had, mm -hmm. um, people, there was one moment where, where it just kind of like, I understood the, I understood the motivation. I just didn't feel it was strong enough to motivate this character to do something. What was that? In my, in my, uh, you know, the, during the party scene, when the main oh, thing happens, oh, 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 okay. I felt, I, I understood why I understand why he was motivated to do that. I just, I didn't really, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was like it was worthy of that. Of escalating like that. Um, well, it would have to in order for the last part of that film to. Yeah, take well, place. that's what I'm saying. It was like you know working backwards from that or or whatever. I mean, but that, look, it's a minor gripe. I mean, yeah. I get it. You know, okay, yeah, I get it. Um, it's not. It didn't ruin social, the movie. Social class type. Yeah. Um, it didn't ruin issue. the movie. It, it didn't you know take me out or anything. But I, there was that one moment I was like, well, it's a little. Little extreme, but okay, I'm in. I'm still. <laughs> you in. thought of all the things that they did, like yeah, that was too extreme considering all the things that that had taken place. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, and and, and the, I think that, but I do think they handled the tone shift really well because it almost started as like a comedy, yeah, and then it kind of shifted into something a little more dark, and yeah. um, I thought that that was handled really well. Um, lighting's great, cinematography's great, acting was great. I mean, it was a great movie. I don't. It's a tough thing because I don't really lend a lot of credence to awards and stuff in this one best picture. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it was a better film than 1917, in my opinion. 1917 this, was this just like on a whole other... way before it, though. 1917 for me was a whole other kind of like cinema-defining moment, whereas mm -hmm. this is just a really great movie. Mm -hmm. So whatever. I mean, I don't really care about awards, but uh, I'm not mad at it for winning. I think it was great and deserving of awards, so... It's, it's, um, yeah, it's really I think, good. You know, in defense, again, awards are magoo, mm -hmm. but in defense of it, <clears throat> there's a lot of, a lot of 1917 is the gimmick. Yeah. I love the film. It yeah. was beautiful. It was a wonderful film. But would we have been as impressed with that film if it wasn't, for that, quote, a yeah. single take 
obviously, because it wasn't, but mostly was Real if time, you yeah. consider the gimmick that went behind making that. And mm-hmm. I think that there's sort of like a negative connotation when you say gimmick. There isn't. I don't mean it in that way. Yeah. But there, there is there's the a, there's a the trickery film. that's yeah. taking place that brings you that that brings extra attention to the process of making that film. And I think that had that just been filmed like straight on, like edited and had mm-hmm. several cuts and, and if had they private Ryan that it would have been good. Mm-hmm. Still would have been a great film, but I don't know that it would have been as impressive. Yeah. And so I think that on a filmmaking standpoint of making a film traditionally the way most people can, because the way 1917 was filmed is insane. Yeah. And the average filmmaker is even a successful filmmaker is not taking that on. That takes yeah. so much money mm-hmm. and so much time yeah. that it's so it almost seems unfair to kind yeah, of so. group it with other films that that took the more traditional approach and come, you know, that just what we associate as filmmaking process and and all that. And so I do think that the story for this, it should have definitely won best story or best screenplay. Yeah, so it definitely I think had... it was incredibly creative. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the the film itself was just a well-made film. Yeah, it certainly had more to say. Then yeah. 1917, you know, it was, a, it was, you know, and that is something that we like to see more of. You take a film like this that has a point of view and it has something to say versus just being cool. Like, I mean, 1917 is loosely based on actual events and whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was great. It was a great yeah. film. The, these types of films are tricky for us because if you if you listen, if you listen to the show regularly, as you should, mm-hmm. um, you know that we tend to get turned off by stuff that's popular because we keep hearing about it and hearing about it. And the more you go like, Oh my God, you have to see this. Oh my God, it's the best, 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 best. We're like, ah, yeah. And, um, so I was a little scared to see this because I was waiting to see the best film that had ever been made on earth. And it's unfair to the films because I don't know what I'm expecting. It's just like when you keep praising something, I don't know what to expect anymore. Like when I saw the trailer for it, I think over the summer, I was like, Oh, that looks really interesting. I want to see that. Mm -hmm. And then it's all anybody was talking about. And then it just, you're just like, all right, enough. So, um, but I still really liked it. I thought that, that all the actors did a really good job. Um, I thought that the 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 set and the house and all yep. that stuff just worked really nicely. And um, there's one creepy moment that's intended to be yeah. creepy when they're explaining um, an incident that happened to the youngest character. I won't give it away, but mm-hmm. this is where, especially Asian films, they have this fucking creep factor. Yeah, and it's in subtlety. Yeah, again, and this is where like Americans always fall flat on their face like we are just throw every trick you have into the hat and scare people that way and that doesn't work this effect was as basic as it comes it was basically timing and lighting that was Mm -hmm. all it was because there was no there was nothing crazy trickery blood nothing like that it was just timing and lighting Mm -hmm. the way that that the 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 shot was framed Mm -hmm. and lit and it was like what two or three seconds yeah and that's all you needed because yeah. that's what made it creepy because you you don't your your brain doesn't have time to process what it saw yeah it, it's it sees something and you're like wait did i just see what i think i saw yeah. and so then that's what actually keeps that 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 sort of creep factor going because your imagination is way worse than anything that that's put out for you yeah so hats off 
for that because I wasn't expecting that part. <laughs> it was just like it was so random. It came in. And I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> like, <"Oy." laughs> that's usually my response to anything is. Ugh. So um, I love that, and that's why you know I think like Asian horror tends to do so well, mm-hmm. and even European horror. They did. It's this like the subtlety to. Yeah. Um, to the way that they they mess with your head, mm-hmm. and um, so I really liked that, and uh, I thought the, the the grading was really nice. It was very rich. Yeah, it was a lot of rich. Uh, there's a lot of night scenes, which can sometimes be kind of iffy when it comes to lighting. But it, you know, there was never a point where you're like, "What are you looking at?" You know, yeah. you can it, unless and, it's on purpose. And you're also um, uh, in in Korea there. You know, in, in a lot of like in Korea and Asian uh, uh, Japan and stuff, it's lights. Yeah. You know, because the, the cities are so compressed. Yep. And so there's a lot of different colors. Neons and so and it, stuff, yeah. it it just lends so nicely to when you're filming at night because there's so much. It's like if you film in Times Square, you know, there's just lights and, and, mm-hmm. and colors and things going on. And so that always adds. You have these really like dark, dark, the, the dark uh, areas and shadows of a scene are so saturated and dark. And then you have like these really bright colors yeah. that kind of just come out of nowhere. So um, I thought that that obviously lended well. That's just kind of the natural backdrop for a lot of these cities. And, and so it works works in their favor. But just the the dinginess of the apartment that they were mm-hmm. in, you know, like you felt that. It was very you claustrophobic. Smelled it, you you smelled it. The the ceilings were low. Yeah. And, you know, it's just... Um, and then the the complete... Uh, the vast difference of that when you then go to these other... This other people's house, you know, that this house that is, is, is so, uh, extravagant yeah. and, and the space is so open and it's obviously the, the contrast to that. Um, I didn't, I, for a second, the motivation that you're talking about, I thought the same too. I thought like, wow, that's kind of excessive, but there that was escalated so, quickly. There, there was so much foreshadowing yeah. for that moment that, um, my bigger issue wasn't the action that the character took, but Actually, what the the person so hard to explain this yeah. without giving it away. The person who was on the receiving end of that action, when they did what they did in that moment, that made no sense to me. I thought in that moment, in that panic, is that the first thing you're going to think to do is to sort of recoil mm. in that moment? I don't think that the average person would have noticed yeah. something like that in that moment. You would have just been like, ah, to try to get what you're getting at, you know. Yeah. So that, but. That had to happen yep. in order for the for the other character to to kind of leap into action, if you will. So I actually understood his side of it because it was something that he was sort of battling throughout the film, uh, uh, a uh, a self conscious mm-hmm. type of issue. Um, but it was more like how they got there with that for me that I was like, really, in this moment, you're gonna, like you're, you're going to take this moment to to notice something like that. I don't know, um, but it definitely. Uh, the turn that it takes, like you said, where it's, it starts like almost like a comedy, like a, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't even say very dark. It was, you just, it was like a, a kind of like a, a scammy thing, yeah. which I think most people kind of got, obviously, because it's in the, the synopsis of it. But um, once you get to the part that you're like, whoa, that the, the film changes, I did not see that coming mm. at all. I didn't see that yeah. coming at all. I was like, oh, this is completely, this is a completely different film now. Yeah. Um, and and as you'd said, the transition to to those moods was was very much like a like a, a three act film. Yeah, you, very it was very defined. You can you know you could see the it was an obvious change, but but well done. Yeah, it was a very smooth transition from first to second to third, mm-hmm. which not everybody 
can do. Yeah. A lot of times that, that looking at you, Star Wars. No, <laughs> a lot of times that change, you're like, oh, that seems abrupt and, and out of place or weird yeah. or something. So yeah, yeah. I I really I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. I don't know. The thing about films like this is like I don't know that I'd sit down and watch it again, especially since we yeah. we're going to be cutting the cord soon. First of all, Comcast, I'm talking to you. You build us way sooner than we were scheduled to be billed because we were going to yeah. cut your asses like off. Knew. It was it was almost like you were listening to us on our phones and you were like, oh, we're going to bill you like nine days sooner than we're supposed to. And so now we've already paid for the next month. So we're like, now we have to ride this out. But once we finally do cut the cord, it, this isn't something that would just be on. Yeah. And so I don't know. Films that have this many twists and turns and when the story's that big like that, I tend, it's kind of hard to watch them because you've seen it. Yeah. You know, you, you know, all the, you know, all the tricks, but there's other films that I, I do that with. So it's just kind of weird. Yeah. What does it and which film it's weird, do that yeah, way? that way. Because like this was a great movie, but you know, I'll watch, you know, uh, Edge of Tomorrow a million times. Horrible Bosses 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. 47 times. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know what does it. So um, what's, well, okay. So first of all, let's just also say that, um, our get we had a guest on for this for today, but there's just so much crap going on, obviously, mm -hmm. with this COVID-19 thing that, you know, the, the we, we had to reschedule. Um, we were supposed to have everybody on on the 4th. I doubt that's probably going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, so for the next couple of weeks, close to a month, one can say we're just, I guess, going to kind of be talking about stuff. Yeah. Because and everyone's you know, going to get their shit together. We're, board filmmakers so we're going to certainly be doing some stuff but. let's just say let's just say that we might have we might have something coming yeah um that that was it's 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 sort of funny because once the the quarantine happened um we didn't have the discussion but we were both at the same time thinking well this would be the time to film something yeah and so i was actually thinking of something and i didn't express that to you and then one morning you were like, you know, I wonder if we should film something. And I was like, that is really funny that you say that because I've been thinking of the story. And then I told you the story and you were like, oh, I like that. And so now we're kind of in that. There's no date. I don't know when this is like, mm -hmm. we don't know. But all right. So this whole quarantine thing is very like Twilight Zone mm -hmm. episode eight season one ish. So mm -hmm. was it time enough, time enough to last or something? Mm -hmm. That's very the one. Yep. Bank volty. Oh, that one. Spectacles. Yeah, yeah. And so we now have all the time to make films, but we can't be around other fucking people. Yeah. So now we were like, oh, we could film this and this and that. And it was like, oh, wait, who's running sound? Mm -hmm. Nobody. Yeah. So that sucks. <laughs> so this thing that we're creating, um, I don't know, maybe if the stars align and, and things look up, maybe we can do this with better sound and actually have somebody do it. But mm -hmm. if not, um, it's it was something that I, I wrote specifically um, with the intention of, of having to run sound ourselves because I hate to ADR stuff. Yeah. But we may actually have to ADR some stuff. But in that, I'm actually preparing to have to do it. And so that's... You can plan around it. Yeah, yeah. you can plan. Usually a lot of times when ADR 
looks and sounds like shit is because it wasn't planned. Something went wrong with the sound or whatever. And so now you're trying to like sync that up and recreate that scene uh, in audio and it just doesn't work. But if you know that, then I can be more cognizant as an actor of my lines and how I deliver them so that I can yeah. kind of fix that later. Um, but you'll, you'll just have to tune in. Yeah. Tis, tis to. a surprise. Mm-hmm. But uh, probably something that I, I would not have thought of had yeah. this situation not come up. Yeah. So here we are trying to uh, lemons and lemonade, people. That's it. <laughs> lemons and lemonade. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know what we have planned for next week. Again, it's another surprise. Life is a surprise right now. We have no freaking idea what's going on. And uh, you have a work order that came in. Mm-hmm. So we've ram- rambled on for long enough anyhow. Um, everybody be safe out there. Please... If, if you have the means to work from home, not everybody does, and we understand that, but we have the means to work from home, please do so. Please be responsible. Think of other people. And, yes, and God bless the uh, healthcare workers, the nurses and the... That's, I can't even take that as anything sincere since I know that you're an atheist, but... Okay, well, I bless... <laughs> Satan bless. I bless the... <laughs> the Dark Lord blesses thanks, you. Thanks so much to the healthcare yeah, workers because I was, they I are... was getting to that as well. The... <laughs> You don't get paid enough. Yeah. I mean, there's the I'm a the total hypochondriac, so I can't even imagine being in that situation and then being in that situation with completely inept equipment mm-hmm. and uh, well, actually, and an an inept administration that is failing to provide said equipment. Um, it, it's it's just it's ridiculous. Uh, so it, and but not only to the nurses and doctors and, and to the healthcare workers, but to people who are people who work in supermarkets and stocking shelves. Isn't it interesting how now uh, in this moment it's all the common folk that are holding the world together? Yeah, hmm. weird. Isn't that interesting? Restaurants and and food service. I wonder what demographic mostly works in the restaurant business. Hmm. 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 I wonder. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones holding us up right now. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Think about that, maybe. Um, and uh, the, the shout outs to Steady Geek and Reality Bomb Comic Cast, not up for debate. Perry Harovas, who is hopefully back home. Um, yeah. He was in the in the New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Crazy man. Crazy person. Crazy person. Um, and um, so to everyone out there, we hope that you're safe and uh, write in, email us, let us know. What you got on your mind if you want to do something. Go grill a film at Gmail. And uh, we love you. Love you. Bye.